You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. One day, or should I say one week, I'd love to lead this show off properly again. Every damn week we're doing this now. Is this like your thing now, Chris? Like this is like your shtick? I'm doing it just to make you mad. You're doing it to upset me. Yep. This is real crime. <laughs> uh, I am the lovely Scott. You are. You're and that so is the lovely. annoying Chris. Hey. The lovely H is in the corner. What up? And the illustrious Chris, Mr. Chris Jordan's here in the house. The, the less annoying Chris. Yeah, the, the very, <laughs> no. yeah, the much less annoying Chris. Illustrious is a great description. I think the last time we hung out, Chris was God, that was like the party. I think we had last time. Oh, it was the party. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like September last year, and we were all oh, out in Ann Arbor. No, no, what, no. It's what have we been watched? At least once since then. Yeah. I think what it, did we watch that night? Oh, some. Oh my God. Awful movies. I we watched but. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Awful like movies. Like two oh. movies at least that I stayed yeah. for. So, yeah. Um, the second one was The Giver. Oh, that's oh, oh, that God, was amazing. Yeah. I forget yeah. what the first one was, though. Oh, that was great. Because well, no movie that we watched oh, could have been better was, uh, than The Giver. It was uh, Ticket to Miami. Oh, Hard yeah. Ticket to Hawaii. Hot, hot oh, there we go. Hawaii. I always confuse Miami Connection yeah. with that one. I always mix <clears> up the... Yeah. <laughs> In case you guys um, notice this, because we are live streaming, much to my... Dismay. Yeah. I, I'm... I got a haircut though for this today. I thought about the show and I'm like, I really need to get my, my beard was like this far out. Yeah. It was like starting to get really creepy looking. Um, so I'm like, well, I better get myself cleaned up because I know I'm going to be on a live stream tonight. And I assure you, nobody will be getting shot here either. Okay? Oh, yeah. Just, well, yeah. No one's going to get killed on this live stream. Um, so don't worry about that. However, one of the things you might have to worry about is if you start to see the water level rise here oh, right. in the studio, we're under some heavy flood warning right now here in... Really? Well, it's... Oh. Dude, have you been driving? It's, no, it's, probably not. No, probably not. I have, though. It, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's so rainy out right now. It's really rainy out right now, but we're here. We're here. Uh, episode yeah. number 79. But you know what they say, right? What's that? April showers bring May flowers. Yeah, I, I hope... I hope it. I, I hope it gets warmer because we all hate this weather. We're all miserable yeah. right now. I really want. I know. I. I I'm just tired. I. I just want things yeah. to get nicer. I. I. I don't know. I can't deal with this anymore. Can we just, can I just go <laughs> there home? There was like a. There <laughs> <laughs> this is just the the truth of the human condition. <laughs> just, it's fucking, the crackling in your voice I, I makes it. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> he started talking about the weather, and then <laughs> and he's then, not actually talking about the weather. I at swear, all. nobody's gonna kill themselves. My whole okay. life has no meaning anymore. <laughs> Well, it's, it's when true. did it ever? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Life right. is pain. Zing. Life is yeah, it's pointless. Zingy. Pointless. Episode 79, we have a really fun episode planned. Yes. Yeah. Um, Chris, you have had a couple of days, I know. Yeah. And the fact that you're sitting upright, <clears throat> I am really amazed. I know that's like your 50th rip it, though, in the last... <laughs> it is. Like, 15 minutes I probably think. yeah um so you're, you're my body is officially sponsored by rip it <laughs> you're, 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 you should get a face i couldn't get it i couldn't that. get it i couldn't get a better sponsor so they were like well, well at least give you the rip it the 99 cent energy drink you're pickled and rip yeah. it right yes. now <laughs> oh, God. i am i am <laughs> What do we have for the news this week, Chris? Well, first let's mention our sponsors, the yes. Flint Institute of Arts, which I'm actually going to. Two weeks from now, I'm going to the Flint Institute of Arts. They're having a media day, and I'm 
gonna go. What? So Ooh, if anybody awesome. wants to join me, go. you guys can oh, walk. Yeah. You're welcome to go. I believe it's on a Tuesday or th- I think it's a Thursday actually. Because the batteries, I'll let in, you know, the batteries yeah. in my drone won't make it up there. What time? Right. Um, it's in the morning. It's at like 10:30 a.m. So, what day? I believe it's like the 19th or the 21st. I'll be. Oh, there. I can't go. God. Well, <laughs> it's okay. It's All okay. Right. We're going to get so, up there sooner or later. Anyways, go ahead. Also, check out projectorscreen.com. Oh, yeah. For wonderful projector screens. Yeah, you have. <laughs> they deal in projector screens. Yes, they do. In uh, <laughs> news this week, Eric Bana is uh, uh, going to star in Bravo's TV show uh, event series called Dirty John. So this will actually be Eric Bana's first time starring in a TV, TV show. show. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, What's in, the show about? I don't know. I have no clue. It's huh. about the Incredible Hulk. Yes, the <laughs> Incredible Bulk. Um, <laughs> the writers of Jigsaw are now in the process of writing a sequel, of course. <laughs> the Saw series will never die. Oh. It will never, ever die. Damn it. Why don't they bring us a new villain? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so is it going to be Jigsaw 2? I probably... <laughs> oh, my God. The, Jigsaw's Revenge. It's gonna be the, Jigsaw, the numbers duh. are going to be all... A lot of order. Nobody yeah. uses Roman yeah. numerals anymore. Um, Matt Reeves updated the Batman today, saying that things are going really, really well. Cool. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens with that. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Crowe, the wonderful Cameron Crowe, is making a documentary on David Crosby for BMG. Hmm. Huh. Really? That's pretty interesting. That, that is, is interesting. interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, in box office news, Black Panther has officially crossed Jurassic World and Frozen's global takes. Wow. So this thing is still making a lot, a lot, oh, a lot shit. of money. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yep. Jurassic yep. World made a lot of money. Jurassic World made a shit oh, ton of money. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think yeah. the new one is the Jurassic Universe is going <laughs> to whatever it's called? Jurassic Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Star-Lord. Yeah, oh God. Do you think it's starring make a Star lot of Lord. Money? What's that? Do you think it's gonna make a lot of money? Of course it will. Probably. You think yeah. so? I don't know. It's I gonna like be Jurassic dinosaurs World. in space. I was gonna say it's. <laughs> Dude, if there was dinosaurs in space, that'd be so y- rad. You had me. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> in uh, new releases this week, we've got Blockers, mm. A Quiet Place, yeah, which me and Michelle are seeing tomorrow night. Oh, nice. I hate you. And uh, Chappaquiddick comes out this week also. Yeah. I'm. I actually want to see that. I kind of want to see that too. So, those are our new releases for this week. My suggested viewing this Ooh. week is actually going to be Unsane. Oh, nice! What an amazing film, dude. We've had. Okay, fine. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that movie, Chris? I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was great. But yeah, it was really, really it was good. Really so awesome. it was I had a really chance good. to see it last week, and uh, I actually suggested it to quite a few people because it's really cool. So awesome. a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. I still it's haven't really seen good. it yet, but I'm looking very forward to it. Yeah, um, very forward to it. There's just something gritty about that film. I and uh, we've 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 beaten it up pretty. We beat it up pretty yeah. good last yeah. week. Yeah, yes, we it's have. It's a gritty looking movie, man. It just feels right. Um, have you seen it yet, Chris? No, I've not. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy it. I guarantee. Yeah, you. Yeah, I hear. Gonna, I hear it's love very it. good. You're gonna love it, Heather. How about you? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Uh, I don't really have anything because basketball just ended. Oh, we did. So your review on basketball again last yeah, from last Michigan week. Wolverines lost, <laughs> but I knew they were gonna lose. It's like ESPN sports review here. I know. 
uh, Villanova won by like 23 points or something. Hell yeah. Yeah, they never... I don't know. I actually asked this question after the game yeah. Monday. Has Villanova ever won a game, not won a game, by 20 or, 20 or more points? Like, they crush every single team they play. That's the exact same thing I was thinking too, Heather. It's incredible. I, I, I had no... I, I was thinking the same thing. You know what? Like, what the hell's with Villanova? <laughs> We're, you're making this up. No, right? I'm not. No, okay. I, what's with Villanova? Tell they're me. Just, they're an incredible basketball team. I, that's what I said too. They're the, an incredible basketball team. It doesn't even... Every season... They you don't just, watch uh, sports. Do I know you? he doesn't, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's cool because I do, and I absolutely love it. But I, I have no idea why they're so good. Every single year, they are just incredible. Just, hmm. Incre- okay, well, I guess I can. I'm watching Jessica Jones, and it's just meh. But meh. yeah, but I watch the whole thing, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I still, I still need to watch season two. I, I really liked season one. I even yeah. thought season one was just. Uh, it wasn't as scary as I thought it should have been. We actually talked about that when we talked about female comic book characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but season two, I mean, there's some, like, who said? Someone said that there was uh, my friend Dan. What up, Dan Mason? Uh, he said <laughs> that there's, like, sprinkles of really good things in hmm. season two. And then it's just really slow and... Yeah. I mean, I Is that your review? Se- season one, I kind of thought similar to a lot of these movies like similar to black panther like the social themes and all the stuff about feminism and rape culture and victim blaming and all that was really really good and then the superhero stuff was Was fine it was it was superhero stuff right we've seen lots of of it by now there's a lot of that in the season but it seems a little forced hmm yeah yeah i'm curious to see it no watch it i mean it's yeah beautiful looking series there's at least you know there's on a technical standpoint i think it's i think it's good yeah and i i like you know that and black panther have been like the two marvel properties that are about things right right that aren't just yeah. escapist superhero <laughs> right. business and right. they got themes and mm-hmm. stuff so yeah I, there's a like few good surprises in season two so hmm. yeah all right Thanks chris okay to. what would be your <laughs> suggested viewing this week you know, I'm I'm gonna suggest uh, the new Pacific Rim since that just had its one yeah. little weekend to do okay, and Aww. then immediately got overshadowed oh, by other movies. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's not as great as the first one. It doesn't have quite the same kind of snarky postmodernism. It's a little bit more just kind of surface level. But it's, it's more, really it's, well it's a bit done. More goofy. Yeah, it's a little more goofy. But yeah, it's yeah. really well done, really fun. It just it feels like a really cool Saturday morning cartoon yeah. with you know John Boyega and a big budget and stuff. And I find it really interesting that they just kind of didn't even care how it did here because yeah. it wasn't made for it us. It wasn't made. Yeah. For it us. was it was made for. China, Japan, and Korea, where it made, like, triple what it made here mm-hmm. on its opening weekend. Mm-hmm. So, huh. like, I find that interesting. I mean, that's, like, that's cool that they can make, like, these nerdy things that'll do well in other markets, but not here, because right. international markets let that happen. But 
since it is so much better than yeah. a certain other shitty director's shitty giant robot <laughs> series. It's really a shame that they just didn't even really try to advertise it and make it a thing here. Because yeah. I, I really liked it. It was it was cool. It looked great. Uh, it felt great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't freak out as hard as... I did the, with the original Pacific Rim. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the I did enjoy the dialogue. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. It moved along. So, you know, you're gonna find the holes. Whatever, no big deal. But I, I, all in all, we all really enjoyed it. So it was, it was a great, it was a great movie. I'll see it again. I'll probably go out and see. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. And it just it, I just felt like I was a, you know, kid yeah. drinking Monster, watching Evangelion <laughs> again. There you, go. Yeah, there you go. All right, Mr. Scott. Couple what's quick yours things. Um, I was thinking about this. We went and saw the band Sleep Saturday night, which nice. is one of my. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Sleep is. Uh-huh. They're one of the bands. They, they wrote, put me to sleep every time. Sorry. They kind of they put a lot of people to sleep. Um, they wrote a sixty-five minute long song called "Dope Smoker." Nice. Um, dead serious. Uh, but that made me think of a really great great documentary um, that has them as a feature and called Such Hawks, Such Hounds. I think I did a review on it a while, a long while back here on the site. But it's a great documentary mm. on the whole doom, sludge, stoner Ooh. genre of music hmm. where they do a 15-minute kind of mini-doc on sleep and talk about a lot of the great facts, like when these guys finally got a record deal, they got a $100,000 advance. Damn. And they spent 75000 of it on equipment and drugs. Uh, and uh, the other twenty five to actually record an album. I'm down. Do- I'm down. Which was the album called Dope Smoker. <laughs> when uh, they gave that to the record label, like, yeah, here's the album. They're like, it's one song. They're like, yeah, we just couldn't figure a way to land it, so we just kept playing it. I, you know, so there's these these great things. That, and they're an amazing band. Uh, huh. Matt Pike plays in a band now called High on Fire. You know, <coughs> a lot of people know who High on Fire uh-huh. is. Yeah, I've heard of them. Matt, that was his first band. Well, it was the second band was Sleep. So mm-hmm. we got to see those guys Saturday night. That's a really great documentary. Such hawks, such hounds. Such I think you can hawks. watch. You can watch it on YouTube for free. It's out there uh, by compliments of the directors. They put it out there, so you can watch that if you'd like. Hmm, I like cool. free. Yeah, yeah it's, I'll it's, be watching that. Thank it's you. It's fun. It's fun. You know, if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, real fast too, I want to mention. I did take the time, and I'm going to watch the rest of them too. I did watch to finally sit down, watch the first two episodes of the new Roseanne. Oh. Um, and I really, you know what? I I love to hate Roseanne so much when I was younger. I was always the John Goodman. I was always Team John Goodman. I was always Team Dan. You know. Yeah. Um, but that whole cast was incredible, and I was really excited to see this again. So I sat down and watched the first two episodes, and they're fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I know. Old. You I'm wrote so a piece glad. on this too. Fucking yeah, phenomenal. I, I wrote. I wrote yeah, a piece I'm, on this. I've, yeah. yeah, I. I don't know where it's not on my page anymore, but I shared that. I loved it, Chris. Great. Thank Speaking you of social much. commentary, I don't know if you could cram any more into like 20, 25 minutes like right? they did. Well, I there's, know. I mean, each episode. I mean, they pretty much covered everything that we're experiencing in this country today. Right. And, yeah. And there's like another seven episodes. There's a, They're doing nine episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, I was like, it was an overload kind of to a certain degree, but... I mean, just seeing that that cast together again, seeing John Goodman, um, and if you know the whole how it played out in the original series, I guess you'd call it. Um, you know, it, okay, fine, <laughs> you, you let it slide. Yeah. But there's some great, there's so many great lines like that. It's the opening, the opening scene is just yeah, like, that was so why good. Why does everybody think I'm dead all the time? <laughs> I'm like, what yeah, the fuck, man? I, I really appreciate it. But I laughed, I laughed. You know, and that's the thing is, I, I, 
it wasn't front loaded, but um, I did see other people, their reactions to it. They're like, I haven't laughed like that since I watched the original one. Yeah. Because you just laugh. It's just great commentary. It's lowbrow as shit nine times out of ten, but it's just it's worth it. It's fun. So yeah, I I, I really really that's a great watching that's a that. great suggested viewing because I yeah, really 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 liked the first two episodes. Yeah, very yeah, much likewise. so. They were great. Very much. So. They were great. I look forward to seeing the rest of them. And it you was. Know, I'm not sure if it was. Um, I I will tell. I I'm not afraid to admit there was some serious nostalgia going on when I was watching Roseanne and seeing everybody talking to each other again and how loud Jackie got when she was trying to <laughs> side with uh with uh Jesus Becky's yeah. decisions and yeah. stuff. She was like, "Well now, like it's oh god, I loved and it." And they brought you know they brought everybody back. Too. Oh That's yeah. what I love about yeah. it. They're bringing everybody back. They found a way to make it work. And, and feature everybody who was a part of this thing, you know, if you know the history and whatnot. So it, yeah, I highly recommend seeing that. It's I'm glad to see, you know, Roseanne is, you know, coming back from the, she, I know she, she's a macadamia nut farmer in Hawaii. That's what she actually what? has been doing yeah. for the last That's many years. That's what she's been doing for yeah for a very long since time. Roseanne. Ended. All right, really, yeah, huh. good for Roseanne. Let's move on to our topic. <laughs> Fuck you. You hate Roseanne. You don't like Roseanne. I like Roseanne, but I just want to get on to our topic because we're 20 minutes in already. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I'm shit. sorry. We're enjoying ourselves, Chris. Having a nice conversation. <laughs> oh, we didn't mean damn. to stomp all over that shit. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's move on here. Right. Um, speaking of the apocalypse, I'm such a dick. <laughs> oh yes. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. That was great transition. Perfect. Well, wait. I thought that was supposed to be Heather. Anyways, we scripted no, this fine. this week. It's okay. Well, no, I it's yours. Okay. The floor is yours. Since we're doing uh. Post and hurry up because we don't want. We don't want. I know. You know I got to. I can't talk fast. But <laughs> since we're doing post-apocalyptic tonight, yeah, uh, yeah. I had a question that I thought would be a good way to start us off, and I want to know what everybody thinks po- post-apocalyptic means to them, because I have a definition, but I was reading a million different definitions, but I want to know because, like Scott, you have some movies on your list that I'd like to challenge. Um, That's but fine. I want yeah. to know why you chose those movies specifically. So I would really, I really think that we should establish I, a definition first. I think, for myself, a definition of post-apocalyptic mm. would be, you know, something that takes place after the end of the world as we know it. Right. It yes. does not necessarily have to be the end all, be all end of the world. But the apocalypse basically means that. The world yeah. that we know is changing. Has, has changed or has been destroyed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that would be the definition of well, that. Well, I guess. I okay. guess. I, I guess mean, I, I wrote. I wrote down what I. It was. Look at, look at, look. I know, dude. I have my little handy so notebook. Studious. Doing her homework. Look at well, this. I wanted to be because you know when someone says post-apocalyptic, yeah, no, they're like, cool. the, there's a shit ton of movies that they name off, and it's like, well, yeah. is that really post-apocalyptic? You know? So. No. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you got? Uh, imminent disaster and total or universal destruction. Okay. That is the one that I thought was the most fitting. That's the post-apocalyptic. That's the definition of post-apocalyptic. Yes. Okay. And right. I also have dystopian too because I think mm. some of the movies on your list they are, are more yeah, dystopian. They are. Yeah. A yeah, lot of them do kind of cross I that think, that's what I'm thinking too. Is there's, and that's the problem with every fucking week we have this problem with. When right. we're trying to do topics like yeah. this, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we cross, there's so many weird, there, there's so many gray areas here. So And that's great because let's challenge these things because yeah, I could... 
I mean, my dumb list is just one dumb list. No, I, I don't think together. it's dumb. I, um, I just, you know, well, I just thought it would be let, interesting. To let hear me throw what out this thought. example okay. that I don't think is on your list. Okay. When I think of post-apocalyptic, the first movie that comes to mind for me, X Men Apocalypse. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go That's ahead. current I just had apocalypse. That's current post-apocalypse. Yeah. Will be this next. Movie. I had the to. road. The road yeah. is yeah. a perfect example Great of post-apocalypse. Absolutely. The world that we know has ended. Yeah. Things have changed. People are dispersed into little groups, and there are barely any survivors. Well, there's, no, there's the infrastructure, and, are, and that's the big thing, I think, when it comes to post-apocalyptic, is um, we have an infrastructure we live on. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at. Like we all right. have, We have what we have. This is our life as we know it. We live within an infrastructure. And I guess the idea of post-apocalyptic is that infrastructure is more or less either severely altered or it's removed. Yeah. Right? Right. Food is right. a very good example. Yes. yes. So, you know, in the road, you have a lot of creep, like all these little groups you're talking about. Their main motivation is to find food and food and resources. Yes. Right? Um, so they're out doing whatever the hell they got to do to be able to eat. Mm-hmm. Um so that is truly, I mean, you're, and I think you're right. That's maybe one of the mo- like ultimate examples of what we're talking about is that movie, The Road, um, because you know it focuses on just two people, um, a man and his son, uh, and you get to see them go through what they have to go through, right? Right. Which I and it, that movie is so strategic though too, um, and just just I, I want to hear what you is. have to say because there is a without I don't want to spoil shit, but. There is a situation. These are movies that are older. Yeah. It's we don't have to worry about that. These are situations. They 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 find a place. They find an underground shelter. With, I mean, they have everything. Yeah, they have everything they need. They're in they're in perfect shape. Um, but within that, you watch. Um, how you know what? I forgot the. the I don't even remember their names. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm blanking. But you watch him realize, like, oh, you know what? You see, there's just some little scenes where it's like they hear noises above them, they hear things, and he kind of peeks up and looks and then pulls the mattress over there to cover the manhole cover up again. Um, but he does realize within that, like, if somebody comes here, they find this, they're just going to kill us. We're just going to die, right? So they have this comfort. They're in this great place. They have food. They have shelter. Uh, they have everything they need. But he realizes if by the slim chance that they're actually discovered, they're just going to open that cover up and they're going to kill them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the main motivator is that we're going to survive through this. Well, that's and what. one thing you'll want to take of note too: they have no names. Oh, that's okay. how yeah, far that's, right. that's yeah. how far gone the human race oh, is in this right. movie. They are literally man, man yeah. and boy yeah. and woman. There's no actual yeah, right. construct of them having even a before name. it happened in the house like you don't hear them say each other's names or anything or hey bob yeah go get fucked go no, get him just... and yeah <laughs> oh god it yeah it's all coming back to me now yeah. but that truly is that's truly post-apocalyptic i think mm-hmm. it's just that there's no infrastructure and you know what yeah i would have liked to give it some more time and thought that through we kind of whipped this together pretty quick today or yesterday um, that maybe that just thinking that through right now, I'd like to use that. That's like, that's what I'm going to use the rest of this show is kind of my gauge is like infrastructure. Okay. If it's that's me. Yeah. How about you guys? That's just kind of my uh, idea. I don't, I I think 
honing in on infrastructure too specifically might be a little too limited. I guess I've... Well, we, we talked about this when we did the dystopian movies podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. a year or so ago or whatever. Where I think of sort of the difference as being like post-apocalypse is... I mean, it might be environmental or it might be... You know, like an infrastructure thing, like some sort of world altering, like it could be medical, like Children of Men, I definitely think of as yeah. one, where like yeah. The, yeah. the apocalypse is that humans can't reproduce. And sometimes post apocalyptic movies are also dystopian. Oh, yeah. But like dystopian is all the sort of socio political, like the human society, like kind of top down, like corrupt power structures. Kind but of. even in Children of Men, the infrastructure is gone. Yeah. There's nobody sweeping the roads. There's nobody changing light bulbs, you know, outside. There's nothing happening. Infrastructure's been destroyed too. Well, so yeah. and why is that though? In that movie, I mean, they never explain it. Well, yeah. I think it was just the human repopulation issues and other things that had happened. So it's self-immolation, still- basically. Yeah. We can't reproduce, so fuck it. Let's just let's. Just yeah, party. I think it's yeah, and yeah, it's very much just sort of the kind of existential despair taking over and like that's why like they sell the suicide drug for people who just want to kill themselves yeah 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 you're right yeah so um yeah you're right you know it's more than just infrastructure it's ideas too i mean and that's an idea we're talking i mean well it's it's a physical thing too like okay guys here's i'm gonna level with you something's happened we can't reproduce anymore so Mm -hmm. in a couple hundred years or whatever it might be yeah literally a hundred years or so we're just gonna freaking die off Mm -hmm. there's gonna be nothing left here um, so as a, as a race of people, no matter how large you are, as far as a society, how are you going to view that? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what the fuck's the point? Why do I go to work now? I'm not, what am I working <laughs> for? I'm not doing anything that really, we're all going to be gone. So why should I go and street sweep the streets? Right. Why should I go serve food somewhere? Why should I do anything? I just sit around and fucking do stupid shit. I mean, I, I don't, so that's, that's an idea. Based on something not, and the infrastructure still there. So that's it what's still exists, about it. but yeah. nobody's nobody doing gives a shit. Nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody's yeah. maintaining it. Man. Now, see, like wow. a movie like The Hunger Games, you could say that post-apocalyptic because the world has ended, the world that we know has ended. Yeah. But that's still more dystopian. Like I yes. wouldn't classify that into these movies at all. Oh yeah, right. Well, that's no, more of a, an imaginary standpoint, you know. Yeah. Yes. What about uh, just well here you got one Chris? Did you did you did you have a list or am I just putting you on? The I spot, only so? have two uh, because I just wanted to hear what everybody. Well, here else Ace, thought. go ahead. What do you got? Uh, the one that I personally like a lot is Young Ones from 2014 mm-hmm. with Michael Shannon mm-hmm. and what's his one. name Michael Holt, uh, Elle Fanning's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. Jake Paltrow made it. And he wrote and huh. directed it. I thought it came from somewhere else, but it's an original. It was creation. an original, yeah. Uh, but it's really <clears throat> cool. It um, the way the movie is described is called Far Future, but like in all of the reviews, they say Far Future. They don't say post-apocalyptic or anything. But the way that the movie plays out is very post-apocalyptic like there's because well, everything is crumbled in this right, movie. Like there, there's, there's no systems of support um, at all. It follows Michael Shannon and his family 
and they're all farmers so it comes from a, a whole other perspective as well and water is really really scarce and so now there's like turf wars and stuff mm. for water and it's the same it's the same it's, idea. but it's a western yeah. it's so cool like I, yeah. I really like that movie it's a definite different take on the genre yeah for, for sure. sure it's a western that's it's that a really western. Awesome. It's kind of a western yeah, yeah it is. i never saw it yeah it's awesome huh. It's really dusty, and yeah. there's that robotic creature in there's it. There's a yeah, the robot dog that the, it's like the actual giant robot that you can kick over and it'll stand up again. And oh, it's the it's I can't the, what the it's big called. dog. Yeah, yeah, big dog. But Boston it's Dynamics. it's funny yeah. because it's post-apocalyptic, or I mean, it's a western, but it's very uh, cyberpunk at the same time. Oh, it's cool. Hmm. Yeah, so like they have young the ones? dog, young ones. Yeah, from 2014. Oh, I have to see that now. Yeah, yeah that sounds really cool. Sounds really, it's cool. really neat. I mean, it's it's not like awesome or anything like that but it's i thought it was really cool like it it mm. it piqued my interest big time okay yeah that okay. was the second movie uh okay. bad batch that came out like last year by it's Anna on Lilly. netflix now yeah well, it's it so cool bad but batch? that's a really good one too mm -hmm. because uh you s distinctly see the different groups that have happened and you don't really actually know what's going on uh, this woman is just released from jail and then she walks and then she comes to these people they're cannibals and she has to deal with that but you don't huh. there's no other references to anything else in the world except for the fact that she's released from prison in the beginning of movie that's it interesting yeah it's really good uh, and some really bad shit happens some seriously yeah. nasty stuff happens bad i mean batch. cannibals the bad you know? batch yeah but uh what's her name it's like suki waterhouse jason yes. momo is in it jim carrey's in it keanu reeves is in it oh wow i yeah. talked about Whoa. this was a suggestive viewing i'll keep you a couple weeks ago from me it's probably one of those you watch and i was like i'm gonna go watch that for sure and here it's I on am Netflix, going, man. I know what's. Well, and really, it's a beautiful movie too. But it's hmm. a, it takes place in a in a desert, and it's just so weird. But it looks very post apocalyptic. So mm. you don't. And the fact that you know nothing else about anything. Yeah, there's no backstory so, at all. You're just kind of thrown into this world. This story. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Huh. Hmm. It's really good. But that's my definition of post apocalyptic. Really, is when you just have absolutely zero reference of the world that was left behind, yep. basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I think of post-apocalyptic movies, well, Children of Men that yeah. I already yeah. brought up is definitely one that comes to mind. And then, of course, I mean, you kind of can't talk about post-apocalyptic movies without talking about the Mad Max Woo! movies. Oh yeah, there those are kind of the the archetypal. Yeah. Yes. And what what I find so interesting about those is that over the progression of them, it mm. isn't like there's an apocalypse event. It's sort of like a slow crumbling of society yeah. Yeah. under the weight of kind of social and environmental problems that start to stack up. Yes, that's, yeah. that's uh, what the young ones is kind of like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and getting to see that over those movies where, like, in the, the first one, like, it's just, like, things are clearly starting to go bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can see that, okay, society's falling apart and everything's <laughs> kind of a desert now. It's such a weird movie, the first one. The first it's movie so is weird. really weird. Yeah. Was it, it was Mad Max at the end. I, I'm mixing him up probably, but, uh, it's one of the coldest lines I think I've ever heard in a movie is, you know, those those uh, those handcuffs are oh, high yeah. of steel. That's the first you one. Can, you can cut through those in 15 minutes. You can cut through your leg in about five. Woo! <laughs> it's like, dude, that's some of the hardest shit ever yeah. right there, dude. Go Mel. <laughs> no, those, those movies, seeing The Road Warrior when I was young, um, especially, 
Mm. I don't know too many people that didn't have an impression left on them from that movie. I don't think there was anything at the time. And honestly, I mean, I know there's the new Mad Max Fury Road, uh, but the, the Road Warrior... I mean, just saying that term when we were kids kind of brought on this whole, like, oh, shit, man, the road warrior, right? You mm -hmm. know, uh, Because, you know, just the way the movie looked, the machines, the vehicles they were using, they were, you know, it, it was obviously a post-apocalyptic look. Mm -hmm. These guys, and they literally said the whole idea that was to, like, they were just building machines out of what they had. Yeah. yeah. And they, not yeah. only, not only, you know, as a story, but that's kind of what they did as far yeah. as like the production. A like, good example of that yeah. is that compound mm -hmm. they built around that fuel, yeah. whatever yeah. complex it was, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That, but that movie just had such a cool look to it and just the battles, just, you know, this war going on in deserts of these vehicles going <laughs> back and forth. I mean, it was some of the most spectacular looking stuff. And that was like, oh, yeah, that was 1981 for God's sake. I mean, there's nothing, yeah. that, nothing that looks that good. And, and even going to, but, you know, everybody makes to make, fu makes to make fun of, uh, beyond Thunderdome, Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome. What? Why? A lot sweet. of people say that was the shitty one. Well, here's the problem. It's campy. Well, it's it not awesome. just that it's camp. It's that they had directorial issues with that movie. Oh, really? And George Miller basically didn't really direct the last half of that movie. Things started to kind of fall apart, mm -hmm. and that's why it took that weird direction Yeah, where it was like, they did. it felt like a sequel to The Road Warrior at the beginning, Yeah, and then about the midway point, it changes to, hey, Lord of the Flies with all <laughs> these kids yeah. in, in this little paradise, you know? Yeah. That's the problem with mm -hmm. Beyond thunderdome still though it's a great post-apocalyptic feature yeah you know my question to you though who run town oh god master blast <laughs> <laughs> no it's the movie looks so cool there was that movie looked beautiful um you know i have my okay i'm sure all of us here I, I liked Fury Road. I thought it was a oh, fantastic I loved it. Movie. Oh, Fury Road's awesome. Yeah. But I just thought like a lot of the like a lot of the reboots or whatever you want to call them I just thought, like, okay, man, we had The Road Warrior. Uh, one of the toughest I, flicks ever made, man. Even having grown up in the generation that saw The Road Warrior and yeah. Thunderdome a lot on TV and yeah. stuff, yeah. I I think Fury Road is far and away the best of those four movies. It, it looks insane. It's I mean, it's completely off the hook. I agree. Like, it looks, it looks insane, and I think it definitely hits the themes of the movies the hardest. Yeah. yeah. As far as the post-apocalyptic yeah. stuff, and as, like, it just has so many layers to it with like it does the post-apocalyptic stuff really well that is like about like there's the oil and the water and like all the fighting over the natural resources and yeah, the yeah. dystopian society that has grown up and then the ways in which it really is like a sort of you know a feminist commentary on action cinema and an upending of genre tropes and mm -hmm. it's just such a smart movie in so many ways in addition to being like one of the most impressively produced action yeah. movies right? like ever yeah. well and one of the best chase movies of oh, all yeah. time because it never stops it don't yeah. stop it never stops well yeah. the thing, i think what really it amplified too was this the element of war like you know they even you even hear them say like val they you hear valhalla being mentioned and yeah. all these things like these guys are warriors they are true warriors on a whole different playing field yeah. Right. And I love that idea. Yeah, and the Spray way that you really get to see like bad. the way in which the way in which the society works and mm -hmm. the way in which you know, like the the power structure that's grown up, you know, like exploits the war boys and exploits the women and just 
uses all these people as cogs in this machine mm-hmm. and like it builds the world so well but with almost no actual exposition yeah, like you learn real. so much as it just goes as it goes and like really organically and like the way that that world is built and the way you learn everything that you learn without it being handed to you and like you know, mm-hmm. without there being like a clunky like expository crawl at the beginning. This is what uh, happened prior <laughs> to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, just like everything about that movie is just it's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I I think the, the the Road Warrior, Mad Max, that the whole idea, that whole universe to me. I mean, it was the most. I mean, I, as I said already, the Road Warrior growing up, that was one of the most amazing films I ever saw when I was a kid. I mean, I, there was just nothing that looked like that. It, nothing. That I remember that seeing it the first time and being almost in like, like jaw-dropping wow, shock wow. because I was like, "How the hell did they do this? Yeah. This long chase sequence at the end that lasts like forty minutes, basically." Yeah, it, you know. But I just was it, like, this, it the blew vehicles, me away. With the vehicles, yeah. the dustiness in the movie, the vehicles. What and, and again, we they just. They built it. They there was the idea of it, like just take junk and make it work. You know what I mean? I thought that was just such a cool idea. That was the first time I had ever seen rape in a movie. Oh god, yeah. And that was like really disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> like really disturbing yeah. because I was a kid when right. I saw it. Yeah. And you kind of that kind of makes you realize the post-apocalyptic themes of the film too, because there's nobody around. There's nobody there yeah, to save you. There's no infrastructure. Like how there's how no it, police force. Yeah, there's, there's no police. There's you. nobody that's coming to save you. And, yeah. that, and that's, you know, growing up in the 80s like you did, Chris, we both are the same age. Old it still haunts me. <laughs> oh, shit. It still haunts me to this day to think about that because in the 80s, the early 80s, there was a lot of just made-for-TV shows and I can't remember the name of any of them to be honest with you. They were they were on every damn day of the week during the Cold War, where there was always this idea of some fucking nuclear weapon coming in and just yeah. blowing out yeah. the entire infrastructure. And what will we do? And you know, and there, you know, we're gonna we're gonna touch on some of these other some of the highlights oh, yeah. of that. I think also, but mm-hmm. that still haunts me to this day. I think about that because we're seeing more of this stuff again. I think I'm seeing an upswing yeah. of these type of movies. Oh yeah, um, and I think about that all the time, like. Okay, I have my, you know, I have my home. I have all these wonderful, comfortable things that I that I, that I have in my life. It's easy. Everything's great. Um, I go to work. I do my thing. It's just, it's just, we do what we do as a society. And next thing you know, you're building a car to survive the post-apocalyptic chase. Yeah, because my Sonic <laughs> isn't gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Sonic's Did- not gonna make it, man. Dude, yeah. Put some spikes in front of it. Yeah, fucking. yeah. But no, I mean, just thinking, about, like, you know... <laughs> Put a big-ass fucking spoiler on the back with some spikes <laughs> and get some dude with a guitar and fucking flamethrowers and strap well, him down on, on, on the back of but a you're, I mean, you have to, <laughs> yeah. there's just a million things you think about that as a person. Like, you know, like, my family. I gotta go... I gotta protect my family. I have to do all this stuff, right? And, like, those ideas of rape. That's fucking horrifying, man. It is. And, you know, and that's... That, these films really, really amplify that. Now... We've, we've beaten up the Road Warrior, which is great. I'm really happy because I, that was a huge piece of this list here. Oh, yeah. So I, I think, do want to go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Well, can we, yeah, let's mention this one because okay. it really does tie to me. It does kind of tie. It's not the same, but it is kind of the same idea. Um, 1995, Waterworld. I was going to say the same <laughs> one. Yeah, right, I was going to say the yeah. same one. It's the it's Road like Warrior. Road Warrior was it's the Road Warrior bad. Water. Well, Road Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see. I love the movie. I I thought the movie was fantastic. I you know I thought that ship was another character. I thought that the way that movie played out. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever saw. Yeah. Um. 
but it was cool. It was, it, you know, uh, Dennis Hopper, his oh. whole his whole trip. Oh, he's so great. In he's that hilarious movie. in that movie, dude. He's, yeah, you know, you, you know, you see at the end, it's the Exxon Valdez. There, that just blew my mind. I'm like, dude, holy crap, man. So, I mean. But that movie to me really was like the Road Warrior on water. Mm-hmm. It was the same yeah. idea, you know. Um, different type of story. I mean, yeah, these there was a, there was a race of people or certain people that just adapted to the water. They grew gills, <laughs> literally grew gills to live in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know that movie took a ton of shit. Um, the budget on that was some astronomical. Yeah, number. at the time it was the most expensive movie of all and it time. Just, it just yeah. shit the bed in the theater. I think it was like 180 million dollars or yeah. something yeah. at the time, which was you know. And they they had a hurricane, which like totally wiped out the the Barter Town set. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there's so. things, there's elements of that movie that are very interesting. Um, paper, that's what really piqued my interest. Like paper, like real paper, was mm-hmm. the most valuable thing to those people for whatever reason. You don't really, I don't really remember them explaining why paper was so valuable. But that one guy nearly shit his pants when he said that he gave him some paper, right? Um, and that makes you think about, again, this post-apocalyptic idea. You know, there's going to be... I, I, I'd i like to believe that if there was, like right now, there was some removal of our infrastructure and anything that was valuable to us is not valuable to us anymore, what would come mm-hmm. of that? Because you're going to rebuild. You're going to rebuild... Bottle, yeah, it could be bottle caps. Who knows, right? <laughs> that's my um, that's my shout out to Fallout, the video game. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because that that's be... that's a post-apocalyptic video mm-hmm. game. And that's in bottle caps are like super. Battle, bottle caps are money. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's and that's that's a perfect example of that idea. Like, what's going to be valuable, depending on what's happened, right? Right. Yeah. It's right. gonna it's gonna depend on the circumstances of what's actually happened. What's happen to knock out the infrastructure or whatever we or change or alter our lives like yeah, we say yeah. a game changer basically um and water world you know kind of you know there's i there's elements of that too like when they're trying to trade things he's gonna, he's gonna give two women away for a roll of paper like that in our world that's like completely that's <laughs> like insane. you would give paper for women <laughs> Well, yeah, I know some people do give paper, <laughs> lots of paper for women, but, you know. Dude, I would give paper for women. I'd be like, come <laughs> with me, babes. Let's go take care of business. I love the movie. I'll keep Aww. you safe. Don't worry about it. I ain't got no dick. I won't rape you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's some paper. Here's, Here's some, some paper. paper. <laughs> Don't cut yourself. I love the movie. I thought, it was, I thought it was cool. I mean, I know a lot of people didn't like it. It was. No, it's, it really... it's, I think they didn't like it because it's just, it's just so far-fetched. But they have oh, to imagine ridiculous. that it's... That's what it is, you know, yeah. like it's post-apocalyptic and it just so happened to be water was the thing, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of a desert. They should have just called it Mad Fish. <laughs> yeah. I think it might, might be with Waterworld. It's just that it's so self-serious and so fucking long. It is. That movie is unreasonably hours. long. Yeah. Yeah. It is really long. Like my... my Like long like his fishtail? <laughs> like my, my, my oh, Waterworld story is that like... I saw it when it first came out, and then some point in high school, it was on TV, and my friends and I started watching it, and after, like, an hour, we were like, man, this movie sucks, let's watch something else, <laughs> and we watched something else, and then stopped that movie, and fucking Waterworld was still on, because it wasn't God. over yet, <laughs> and then we watched, like, the last half hour of Waterworld. <laughs> How mad were you guys? <laughs> we were pretty mad. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad, too. Like the, there was commercials in there. Of course, still, of course, yeah. of course. What, what about you, Chris? You've been just over there just beating yourself. I know. I'm, I'm just listening. Um, well, has know, anybody mentioned anything? 
like really interesting on there? Just your mom. Oh, yeah, my mom loves that shit. <laughs> oh, H's mom's well, here. H's mom actually pointed out Interstellar. Oh, it's yeah. on your list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. H's th- mom, we should watch Interstellar together one day. She loves that movie. It's one of my all-time movie. favorite movies. Don't tease movies. her. She loves I love that, that movie. movie. I, every time I get a chance, I mention that movie, and we'll mention it right now. This is a Thank different you, kind of movie, though, because... Yes, this takes place after some type of apocalypse. Mm. Food is drying up. The blight, world has the changed, but there is still some type of infrastructure because you look know, at all bit, this stuff. Look at all the stuff. Yes. Well, but there's infrastructure in a very specific, like you know, like the government still has stuff that they're doing that the rest of society doesn't know they're doing. Right. Right. The rest of the world doesn't have infrastructure. Yeah. And in that story, yeah. there were they yeah. called it. They called it the food wars. Yeah, yeah. Countries were fighting for resources. Yeah, and like they were that's fighting why they for had food. Their, that's why they had oh, their yeah. farm, right? Yeah. Were that's... they growing corn? Corn, yeah, that's yeah. A, that was all corn. Yeah, but and all the like, all the crops are We're dying. Dying, yeah, yeah, like yeah. pretty much corn is like the only thing that can grow. Did they yeah. explain why? No, everything. Was well, they called it off? the blight. Okay, it was this thing called the blight, yeah. and it was just they they were trying to figure out that was what within the, hell the it was weaved into the story. They were trying to figure out what what's causing the blight, so they could try to reverse this. But that's where they started. They already had other plans, as we know, yeah, yeah. in play there, yeah. saying, look, we're not going to yeah. save this planet. We're fucked. we got to yeah. get off this planet. Yeah. And that's you why know. there was that f- gigantic space station that was basically... Man, that thing was cool. Seeing how everything... Like, I love seeing that, like, in a... Yeah. What was in the third Cooper Star station. Trek one? Yeah. Cooper how, station. like, you could see... The, there was like buildings right here, but it was like in a circle, and it was yeah, upside down. That but that's really because cool. gravity is fucking awesome. And I was like, what? Interstellar, yeah, cool. Interstellar, yeah. That that really that, that movie blurs so many lines. It, it does. really does. Yeah. Um, but it does give a different take. Like I think what you said, Chris, uh, on a on a post apocalyptic type thing. Something happened. It's a game changer. However. At that time, when this film was supposed to take place, it isn't like the entire world is just like this pile of rubble, like we see in well, a lot but of Well, yeah. but they're in a situation where they're, like, they're yeah. saying, like, it's hopeless. Human, yeah. like, humanity is going to be dead within a generation. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, like, if that's not post apocalyptic, I don't know what is. Oh. You're right. And I mean, like, yeah. there's like a very specific kind of like secret stash of technology that's basically just kind of like. A plot device to get them into space. space right. Michael Caine right. is basically like fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that completely fits as post-apocalyptic. I can yeah. watch that. Movie I mean, like over the crumbling of society, yeah, like the yeah. imminent yeah. destruction of. I have a pretty good one that actually I didn't think about until Jesse got home from work today. Yeah. Uh, the Book of Eli. I, I heard it was oh, good. What? I didn't see it. You guys, oh nope. man, the Book of Eli's. Isn't Will Smith in there? Dope. That? No, it's uh, Denzel. Denzel Washington, baby. Oh, okay. You are racist. <laughs> no, no. Oh God, please. No, there, there's the other one though. It's we need Samuel there's Jackson. There's the other one on I saw on the list though. It has uh, Will Smith in it. After oh, oh I am Legend. You? Yeah, thank you. Oh. So yeah, okay, and, the Book uh, of Eli. All right. Yeah. Um, or Omega Man. Yeah, uh, Omega Man. Yeah, right. like I am That's Legend, what... but not as shitty. <laughs> High five. I'm not a I am Legend man. is so bad. Yeah. Oh, it made me so angry. I think, Ome- I mean, I don't I, like either, but I think Omega Man is better. I like yeah. the, um. Of the titties. <laughs> I li- <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not why. Are you I sure like, it's not why? It's why, isn't it? Go ahead, Chris. I like the beginning of I Am Legend. It's just when it yeah. starts getting to all the CGI yeah. creatures that it starts to get yeah. really, really And stupid. then also that 
the ending of that movie is literally the opposite of the ending of the novel because they shot it with the ending of the novel and then said, oh, no, this is depressing. Uh, and oh, then reshot the ending to be literally the exact inverse of it. So it's like all the What's themes that they were depressing. building to, like, oh, no, we're just going to like leave those all out. No, Not the Book of Eli is really good. It's it's That is post-apocalyptic. Mm. It's literally, there's nothing left. And then a whole new society has basically uh. erupted. It's kind of like Mad Max. It's It's been um, reestablished and there's higher ups again and stuff like that. But it's all absolutely decimated until... Or, I mean, it's decimated and then all of this crazy shit comes mm. up. And I don't actually even remember... Uh, the story is about uh, basically the Bible. But it's, it's mm. not so... Uh, apparent i guess you don't find mm. out really until like the f- beginning of the third act that it's really about the bible hmm. it's like uh it's kind of like a story that would be in the bible basically okay it's very hmm. interesting but it's a really good movie man it's really good denzel washington's really good in it tom waits is in it Oh shit! Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you saw okay, now I'm, I'm much more interested and yeah. he plays a cr- fucking weirdo oh, are you talking about i am no no Book of Eli. Book, oh, Book of Eli. Of Eli. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Tom yeah. Waits plays a yeah. crazy, weird-eyed adventure man. It's yeah. awesome. Does he ever play any other yeah, kind of character? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's one I want to throw out. Um, and this is one we might debate on. Okay. And, and that's super cool. I yeah. want to hear about this. As I mainly want to throw it out there just to see what you guys think. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh. Ooh. I'd say yes. I was thinking about that earlier. 10 Cloverfield Lane really reminds me, I mentioned a few minutes ago, about those 80s, like, made-for-TV, <clears throat> where they always ended up in some freaking underground bunker. Yes. And people mm-hmm. are beating on the freaking door, right? Mm-hmm. It was the same feel as that. When I watched that movie the first time, it took me right back to that, being scared to death at my grandparents' house, watching all these, like, friggin' yeah. end-of-the-world TV, made-for-TV mm-hmm. shows. This was the same type of idea, you know, obviously because of the environment they're in. Speaking of John Goodman, yeah, you know, uh, there you go. Um, God, I love that man so much. That's the guy I want to so have a beer with. I mean, he would be so cool to have. I don't he, think probably, he, he probably would have a beer with He's us, He's the coolest too. guy ever. I think he might be a recovering addict. Yeah. 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 That's too bad. Yeah. But well, I don't... one I beer. Would... What's it going to kill him? God. <laughs> Jeez, okay, Enabler. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that movie... I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, I... Um, I would say no, not post-apocalyptic, because as you guys were stating earlier, it's not after anything. It's during something. You're right. It's taking place while, while this attack is going on. So it's an apocalyptic movie, yeah. but I don't think it's post-apocalyptic Well, yeah, well, I mean, movie. it's obviously tied into Cloverfield. Okay. Uh, we see what happens in Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Um, this is supposed to be... I mean, I'm not exactly sure. I've done some reading on this, trying to understand the universe that they're building with this. Um, but I know that 10 Cloverfield Lane does happen within that same timeline somewhere. Just somewhere else. Mm. And right? then the end of it just gets really bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then we've seen, you know, now we have the Cloverfield Paradox, too, which did, it's supposed to tie into the same idea also. So that's why I meant to mention that, because, yeah, I mean, I did kind of throw it in that pile of, well, you know, you're in it. All hell's breaking loose out here. I mean. Yeah, well, I think. What makes it interesting is that you don't know whether it is, you post know, like or current yeah, or post-apocalypse yeah. sure. until the end of the movie. Well, right. that's, that movie keeps you off balance mm-hmm. really, really well, which mm-hmm. is why I wish it had been made as the standalone movie that it 
was written as and didn't have Cloverfield in the title. Yeah. Because that tips you off. Like, oh, yeah, there's aliens here right, somewhere. Because, right, right. <laughs> like, it keeps you off balance about, like, did anything happen? Or right. did John Goodman right. actually abduct her? Right, exactly. And it, like, flips your, alle- oh, geez. <laughs> it, like, flips your allegiances, we, like, well, half yeah, a dozen we, times yeah. in that movie. Right, you're, right. Yeah, you're, it's, towards the end, I'm like, oh, he's a fucking crazy bastard. Yeah. He's but, just like, a crazy you, bastard. You go back and forth about, like, is he crazy? Is yeah. he not? And, like, it really plays on, like, oh, he's John Goodman. He's, like, a nice <laughs> sitcom dad. Like, but no, he might actually be, like, crazy John Goodman. But why uh, is it crazy? You know, you also ask that, too, because yeah. they're in a bunker, and he's all he keeps talking about is how absolutely awful everything is outside yeah. there. You don't want to leave. You could die. Well, why? Yeah, What's well, going you, on? Yeah, you, well, you, you don't know if that's if that's true right. or not. What really sold, what really sold that it's me. called Cloverfield. Right. Mm-hmm. What right. really sold me on the idea before I knew any better that he was crazy. It was he. It was he was just a, a delusional person that mm-hmm. needed somebody with him. Right. Was when she did injure him really bad, and he and there was that scene where he just that acid all over half of his body, and he's like, "Don't leave me. Stay with me." Even after she did that to him, he still didn't want her to leave. I'm like, okay, this guy's crazier than a shit house rat. He's right. he's nuts. <laughs> we right? knew that dude. for the entire time. Yeah. But then when she, you know, we, we, I don't, I don't want to spell it all out, but right, yeah, but then we, she we gets out, like, <laughs> I got out, I got out. Uh, it's like, and then she's like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> you know? well, yeah. She was right all along. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I lost my list. Damn it. Alrighty. Great flick though. I, yeah, that's one is definitely kind of up for interpretation. I think, um, day after tomorrow. Eh, no, it's wow. more. Of a, it's it's a, it's apocalyptic. Movie. It's current it's apocalyptic apocalypt- as hell. But yeah. like, as far as like the genre stuff, that is, you know, like that's that's a disaster movie. Yeah. It's, it's in a whole different genre. Sure. Vein. Same with 2012. Then I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that's mean, general, of, R- Roland yeah. Emmerich movies are, you know, let's now, just put those aside. Twenty eight days later. Yeah. See, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about that one. I think that one qualifies because the world is being overrun by the uh, Jesus. The, the, the virus by Jesus. <laughs> but it's but Hello, it's, my son. But it's not after anything. What? I yes, mean, it is. After I mean, the, the pe- everybody's everybody's yeah, freaking out. Yeah, yeah, when, know, when he but, wakes up, everybody's dead. No, at the I beginning realize of the movie. that, but like, there's still some. But wakes, there's still some serious stuff. Like it's, there's still, as we're talking earlier, the infrastructure. There's still. Things there, there's still military. Well, but like and there's so, still planes. Well, yeah, but and, there's there's still military and like a lot of the things we've talked about. Like society has collapsed though, and like the military has like become like a proto-fascist state right. and stuff. Okay, I, I mean, all right. Yeah, but then like, are we are we letting like zombie apocalypse yeah, movies into the post-apocalypse? Okay, all right. See, this but, is where th- this is where the uh, waters get even more murky. We right. we could you have a couple. Mo- you had Trump to Basan, but yeah. I would say that that's a current problem. Well, here's the difference though. Train to Busan, it's happening as the movie takes place. Yeah, yeah. The, everything's taking later, place. Right. Pretty much already happened. Twenty eight days later, okay, okay. he wakes up after. The zombie apocalypse yeah, is taking yeah. 28 yeah. days the after zombies? the zombie apocalypse. I'll argue yes. this till my deathbed. I don't think they're zombies. <laughs> they're not zombies. Okay, so fine. Well, they they're not a, literal zombies, but they, they are the rage virus. They are functional. They are functionally zombies. It's the rage virus. It's rage. Yeah. They're diseased. Yeah. But okay, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. The world is crumbling yeah. around them. Yeah. Yeah. Things infrastructure is being destroyed. Yeah. And things are not right in the world as we know it now. So I would say it qualifies. I'd say yeah, 
But, and I mean, like for that matter, so does like Dawn of the Dead and yeah. whatnot. If we're yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, uh, I, th- I, I threw Zombie Zombie Land on this list also, which to me yeah. clearly is a comedy. It's much different than everything else on here. I would say that's more post than yeah. Than, uh, it is because it's them just trying Day to find figure out what the hell's going on. Or not whatever Dawn of the Dead or whatever. <laughs> oh, but. Find Dawn, Bill Murray. Dawn is totally post-apocalypse. Yeah. I well, would say it's. I would say Zombie Land is more than that. But that's just my. Hey man, that's just no, my that's cool. But then it's we're talking opinion. about like have... how many weeks have passed since the advent of the zombies. That's at that true. Point. That's, that's why I I was actually is it like a, a month post zombie. Right, is right. The See, I was like, oh man, we're gonna get real specific here because how long does it yeah. take for in order to call it post? Is it one an hour? Well, you the, know, or like yeah. The, I assumed we were gonna waters. get super. Yeah, nitpicky. we're in the, Yeah, I didn't want to yeah. do no, that. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Because okay, fine. The girl with all the gifts. I All right. don't know what that is. I've not seen that one yet. Oh, dude. I hear it's very good. Dude. Okay. That's, you know, you're talking about the military and things like that. Yeah. That one, I mean, yeah, I don't, mm. don't want to screw it up for you guys, but it's very, I mean, you've seen it, haven't you? Yes, it's, yes. It's very post When did it come out? Uh, 2016. Oh, so it's yeah. fairly it's recent. recent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah um, Michelle reviewed this one. Yeah, okay. fantastic movie. I'll I mean, it's a it. great movie. Um, okay. As far as this, what we're talking about here, I mean, I think it's very post-apocalyptic. I mean... It, the whole world has just gone to shit. There's, yeah. And it's the same. They're out looking for food. They're looking for food. The mm. whole damn movie is them mm. trying to find a place where there's fucking food. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, there's other things too. Um, and the story itself is incredible. And it's rather dystopian Ooh, also. Man, yeah. it, sure. man the, the visuals in that. Oh, my God. You, you guys will love that movie. You're going to okay. totally love that. So, okay. I, I myself... I don't know about you guys, but I did want to like save up for the granddaddy of all these <laughs> fucking movies. Um, have you guys seen Threads? Yep. Nope. Oh dear God. lord. Yeah, it's it's an experience. What's th- when did this movie come out? Nineteen eighty-four. Oh, okay. No, I yeah no I've this uh, this go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's sort of it came out in England at the same time the day after it came out mm. here. And it's like the day after, but amplified a lot in terms huh. of how just grim and brutal and ruthless it is. Okay. There's just, there's, mm. it's truly one of the few films that I feel like I need a bath after <gasps> watching. I don't know if I'm ever going to see it's, it. It's so grimy. Yeah. I, I, there's yeah. just, there's nothing redeeming. <laughs> Or good, I, well, no. Yeah, it, there's, there's nothing there's good nothing. in it. Nothing good it happens in it. It's profoundly bleak. Yeah, and oh, it's not. Wow. It's not made like I don't think it was made with the idea like we're gonna make the fuckest movie ever made. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not like that. The subject matter of this movie is survival after nuclear war. Oh, that's yeah. that's literally post-apocalyptic. Yeah, I mean, oh, yes. it's literally. It's, it's, it's the definition of what we're talking about. Right. It's yeah. oppressive, it's dirty, it's grimy, it's people dying in radiation poisoning and all of the nasty, nasty things that take place after... And grim detail. I mean, and just full detail. The, 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 the makeup artists on this film... Yeah. They did a phenomenal job. It is. It is literally. Yeah, I don't think. I think you just said it, Chris. It's the bleakest thing I think I've ever seen. It's. It really is. It's. It's up there. Okay. Maybe. It's, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch. It. I some I subject just, I, matter. If there's. If I know there's something in it, then I won't watch it. Like rape or something like. I won't watch it. Well. I won't watch it then. 
Okay, then cross it off your list. Not going to happen. Okay. It's okay. I it's just a, it's get a, really it, uncomfortable when stuff like that. But it just, I, I don't want to yeah, see it. It drives yeah. home a lot of what we talked about with these films. And this is kind of just, fuck, this movie just kind of wraps it all up, man. It really does. Like, it's every horrible thing you can think of, which you may have to deal with in a post-apocalyptic type thing. Yeah, okay. And, you know, again, 1984... Yeah. You're making this sound so good right now. Though. 1984 it's was really good. Yeah, it was all about <laughs> nuclear war. I know. Yeah, it was all about nuclear war. I mean, yeah. we were, there yeah. was just such a threat of that over and over again. Every every thing I saw was about nuclear war, and this thing really. I mean, I, and I think I said that we. I think we were when we were talking about this in our in our little chat we have for the show. I said that to Michelle. I said, you know, I saw this at my grandparents' house when I was very young, and I. It, I don't think it was made. It was it was on TV. It wasn't like on like HBO or Showtime or whatever. Yeah, it was. So that was like that was the off limit shit for the kids. But it was on TV, huh? So it was like, well, it's on TV. It can't be that bad, right? But it was fucking horrible. Well, I was, think that was, was the horrible. The, thi- the thing about it though is that I think why it's so grim, and I mean, like, yeah, like you see a lot of awful stuff in that movie, but it's much more just sort of like the suggestion and the deeper implications that it gets at because it's like a lot of what we've been talking about has like fun genre trappings to it and it has like action and sci-fi and this is just like a dead dead serious like what would it really be (laughs) like if nuclear apocalypse happened and like it's just like taking away all the like genre trappings and anything that's like fun and just like really looking at like no like but what would it be like really and so I think that's why, like, I think kind of what you're saying, Scott, about how much it messed you up while still being on TV yeah. is because, like, I don't remember it being as graphic as some of the other movies that we've mentioned, but the yeah. way that it's done, it's so much more serious. Like, it's getting at something, like, really real. This movie would make you sober if you were drunk. Okay. I mean, it would just make you sober. See, I mean, it sounds really, really interesting, and I'm into that, but I don't know, man. It's just, if it's, it's painful. It's, gotta, it's, just, it's painful. just the way that some things look sometimes, you know? Yeah, like, I, like, the last half sun left, like, that rape scene is so... Fucking terrible. It's just awful. You don't I hate even that stuff see too. it I hate directly, it. you know? But just stuff like that just I, really makes me uncomfortable. I think this is, like... I mean, again, like, less in-your-face graphic stuff, but more like it, it emotionally, it yeah. hits you the way that, like, Requiem for a Dream hits you. Yeah, to me. yeah. Okay. I agree 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, maybe it's, I'll, it's maybe a horrible, I'll try it. It's a horrible it's, film, not as in a horrible film. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's just no, a, I understand. It's abominable Yeah. to try to like, take this thing on an emotional level. At least that was for oh, me. Oh, sure. yeah. And I just watched it's, it, like, two years ago again, <laughs> and it was like, it took everything I had to, like, just... I, was, I felt like I was, like, challenging myself to get through it again. Oh, yeah. Uh, not because it's bad. It's fucking really good. No, I understand what you mean <clears throat> by bad. Yeah, yeah. just so Well, approach. I mean, and this falls in line with The Day After also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very similar. You know, The Day After kind of covers a few days up to the yeah. actual nuclear war, and mm-hmm. then the last half of the movie is all just... Yeah. Dear God. Ilk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, there's a couple that we really haven't mentioned. Um, the Matrix is actually you know, I a thought post-apocalyptic I was, yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. looking at that. It is. Mm. Totally. Interesting. It's yeah. just got super cybery things in it. Yeah. It's t- but oh, the world yeah. has, um, the world, uh, our world has ended in that movie. Mm-hmm. We are these, you know, implants into the matrix. We are helping feed the machine. That's all we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not human beings anymore. Right. We're just fuel for, mm-hmm. 
the Matrix. Yeah. You're right. And the world has ended. The world has definitely ended. And we ended it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. We ended it. Another one that goes along the lines of the Matrix also is Snowpiercer. Oh, oh. Yeah, you forgot to mention that one. Yeah. yeah. How did we list to Snowpiercer? I think I was going to that, and then you mentioned Mad good. Max, and I'm like, oh, here we go. I love that movie. Heather. No, that's cool. I, I didn't like it, Which man. one? It's really good. What? I missed it. What? Snowpiercer. Heather Snow does not like Snowpiercer. I like Chris Everybody Evans. keeps talking over each other, so nobody okay. can hear yes. anything. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Okay. Yeah. Movie. I, you don't like that, Heather? No. Why? I thought it was boring as fuck. <laughs> I thought it was so boring and just so not interesting. Well, it really kind of revisits a lot of the constructs of the Matrix, you know, like basically how Neo is looking for, you know, was it the the engineer? Well, who was it in the Matrix that he... He was, well, he was looking... The ans- the question is, what is the Matrix? That's what he was looking for. Right, but there was the guy, the old guy. The engineer. The or the no, engineer. he was the um, architect. The architect. They did a very similar thing in Snowpiercer yeah. where, he, you know, he's trying to get to the front of the train to find, yeah. you know, who the guy it, that, who yeah. Runs it? Ed Harris. Who runs right. He's trying to find Ed Harris. Which is pretty sweet to find out, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought that movie was incredible. I, yeah, I, really, I, really I loved it. it. I loved it. I mean... It's, it's a slow burner to a certain degree, I think. But, you know, the way it does end um, and just what the idea is of that. It's like what I thought was so cool about Snowpiercer was that they're on the edge of destruction at all times. Yeah. They really are. I mean, they, oh, I mean yeah. that, that train is going so goddamn fast. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's, I mean, the idea is that's the rest of humanity, from what I understood. Is it, that, it's just, that's yeah, it. there's that no train. one else. There's no one else. So if one wrong thing on that track happens... I mean, we hear about train accidents every single week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One wrong thing, that thing's, pew, it's going to go flying off, right? Um, so I thought that idea that they're just on that edge of edge of utter destruction and just it's all over with, I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. And they do they do a lot of great shots on the outside of the train too. You get to see just the utter speed of yeah. how, how fast they're going. That was the one thing that really kind of attracted me to that film. Yeah, and also that like... Fury Road, it really delves into the way that the society works mm-hmm. and the way that, like, in a post-apocalyptic scenario, sure. like, the exploitation yeah, of people yeah. by the people in charge works and, like, the the way that the caste system on uh-huh. the train works yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A great is way really interesting. Um, yeah, and I know that's one where, generally, if people have problems with that movie, it's that the whole premise, like, they just can't suspend their disbelief. But it's one of those, you know, like like Sunshine, where you, you'll hear people who are like, oh, well, the central premise is so silly. Like, no, but the central premise is a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all, yeah. it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a metaphor for, like, this caste system and this society. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't get too hung up on, like, everybody lives on a train, and that's kind of goofy. It's like, no, it's like, the, yeah, because it symbolizes it is goofy. something. Right. It is right. goofy, but it's there for a very symbolic reason, and you're not supposed to just, like, look at it and be like, it's a train, face value, done. Um, mm-hmm. There's another one that came out in 2011 that's really interesting. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this or not. It's science fiction thriller slash horror movie that's called Hell. Mm. No, no, I don't know that one. You guys have to see this movie. It's basically, you know, a couple, like a roving band of people trying to move across the land to find resources like Mm. so many of these movies. Yeah. But they can't be out in the daylight 
because the sun burns so hot now huh. that it will literally like burn the flesh off of your bones. Ooh. So like Whoa. anytime you're out in the daylight, like if they're in their car, they have to cover up the windows and cover everything in the car so that the sun can't touch them. And it really touches on a lot of those same things where, you know, trying to get from point A to point B to point C to find resources and then the other people they come in contact with who are doing the exact same thing that are just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So it has that same kind of, uh, you know, we're going to battle with other humans constantly to try and get whatever we can get and move on. Mm. It's a really, really good flick. And some of the effects work and the visuals in it are just totally, they're amazing. Yeah. Because you get all these shots of like super bright sun and everything just like whites out on the screen and you just get little traces of what's actually happening. Huh. It's really, really Ooh. cool. Interesting. It's that's really a neat cool way to flick. do it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really interesting. Yeah. Hell. Hell. And that's and on a scientific level too. Dang. Yeah. Mm. And then there was another one um, from 2011 called The Divide. Which is people living underground uh, yeah, directly I I s- after yeah. a nuclear war. Mm. And it's super, super brutal, too. It's got Michael Bean in it, though. So it's <laughs> definitely worth watching. Hell, though, sounds interesting. Hell yeah, is really good. Hell sounds really cool. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's on Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. I know at uh, Disc it. Replay, they've got a copy of it for like three bucks or something. Ooh. On DVD? Oh. On Blu-ray. Ooh. Really? Let's go yeah. breaking the disc replay Let's right go now. Get go breaking the disc it. replay Let's right go now. Get it. Yeah. get it, man. Cool. So yeah, Hell. I'm pretty bummed out okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talking about threads. Yeah, that was the fucking worst. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah. like put that in the list. Well, that was Michelle's fault. Yeah, she Michelle yeah. loves that shit. Michelle's like, did you put did you did you put threads on that, Scott? Well, you can't <laughs> you can't talk about post-apocalyptic movies and not <laughs> talk about like the dead serious post-apocalyptic yeah, No, I agree 100%. But then if no, you, yeah. Because the if apocalypse a, is not fun. Yeah, yeah. No, if I wouldn't you, think If you need so. a, a fun post-apocalyptic movie to cheer you up, watch Tank Girl. Aww. You know, we yeah. didn't mention that movie. Yeah, we didn't you know, mention Tank Girl. We, didn't, uh, we also <laughs> didn't mention, I know it's not a movie, but The Walking Dead. Yeah, I was thinking That's about that. That's post-apocalyptic. That is um, for sure post-apocalyptic. Oh, absolutely. In yeah, even though yeah. it's zombies and everything, but like that's post-apocalyptic well, for a, sure. A lot of a lot of the really famous zombie stuff is, but like it, it yeah it deals with like the same kinds of themes, like what happens to right. humanity when a so new like, society has grown and the ad- adaptation Z, of same it. Thing. And, yeah, yeah, like the sort of cruelty I think, and humanity yeah. that comes out. Because I mean, like most like the best zombie things aren't really about the zombies. Of They're course about not. The, the They're about yeah. the people. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Well The Walking Dead is really I mean, I I I've been sa- I've I've read the, the the first comic. The yeah. first one. I don't I, I don't follow it that much. But they but they did say like this story is not a, it's about Rick Grimes. Right. That's his name, right? Rick mm-hmm. Grimes. Yeah. It's a this is the entire story surrounds him. It's not about the zombies. It's not about any of the other characters. The story is about this man and how he navigates through all this shit, right? Um, and I think I agree with that. I a lot of these films they do they do focus it on you know how we as people will deal with losing our infrastructure or right. losing our way mm-hmm. of life or losing everything and having a by some game changing event, whether it's environmental or virus right. or a nuclear war or whatever it might be, how we are going to navigate through these waters. You know, and I think a lot of people that make these movies, they do want to, you know, they do want them to come out. They, humanity wants, we want 
to win. Right, of course. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Interstellar, we won. You know, we, we now we're on Cooper Station. We figured it out. It's great. Everything's totally cool. You know, there's a, there's a lot of great examples of that. Um, but then there's Threads. <laughs> yeah, Nobody uh-huh. wins in Threads. Nobody wins. In oh, threads. Okay, so yeah. it's basically just like watch this shit because it's, this is what's going on. It's yeah, basically so. just brutality. The oh, brutality okay. of trying to survive. To survive. Okay. Nuclear winter. You know, and, and yeah. how tough are you? you yeah. Know, and this is a stuff that you know. This, this Survival is a, this of the is fittest. A, I mean, I can honestly say, like, after like putting this much thought into like these films, yeah, this is probably to me at least the most disturbing subject of film to to watch or deal with. Honestly, because yeah. at least for me, it hits. I mean, I think about my whole goddamn life. Going, okay, what would happen if? I mean, let's just. I hate to see. It's a. What would happen if freaking zombies did start? I mean, there's right. some super virus like, that came through, starts turning all of our brains in the jelly, and mm-hmm. we all start eating each other, right? And it, I mean, yeah, I, and I know this is probably not a foreign thing to think about. Lots of people have thought about this, but really, how are you going to deal with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know how? Well, I'm going to hide myself in the basement. Yeah. That's not going to do They'll smell you. you. They'll smell you. <laughs> They're coming to get you. I mean, I don't know what it... Everything that you've done in your entire life, your waking life, has led you up to the apocalypse. Unless you're off the grid. <laughs> you know, like, what? You're a militia dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they're going to run out of bullets sooner or later. <laughs> so Not if I... you have a bullet maker. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I follow The Walking Dead, so I'm stunned. Oh, there's I'm a bullet st- maker? Yeah. Oh, he boy. He makes bullets. Oh, man. So, yeah, this is... I'm going to go to bed now. I want my mommy. Aww. I'm tired. I, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's very interesting to think it's bleak that... as hell. I mean, I'm sh- it's funny because, uh, m- you know, movies are a way of escape, but what are we escaping to when we decide to watch a post-apocalyptic movie, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of these are... Yeah, like, they're kind of very much, like, dealing with things that were really afraid of and i mean like that so many of these did come out of the cold war when it seemed yeah. like there really was a threat of nuclear war and then i mean it's no surprise that you know they're resonating right now when there's kind of quite right. the, quite the there was, of nuclear you war to, again you, you have to trust uh, me on that there were so many of these just made for tv type yeah oh yeah post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout film they were not nearly the scope of threads a lot of them literally were just like oh crap there's, they show like in the distance of a bomb, like oh my god, and they like their hands flailing, and they just happen to find an underground shelter with food and everything, and now it's a drama. Well, like, literally, yeah. it's a fucking soap opera but, underground. But in the eighties, there was such a scare going on. Oh yeah. Over there's going to be a nuclear war. There's mm-hmm, going to yeah. be a nuclear war. So let's scare the fuck out of you even more <laughs> by producing a bunch of movies right. that are going to absolutely terrify you. And your children into not sleeping ever again. It even it even bled into the Twilight Zone, like the newer the, like the newer Twilight Zone. Yeah, there was one specific episode. Yeah. I don't know the name, but this lady somehow got the power to stop everything on the planet by oh, saying "shut that. up, shut yes, up." I remember that she say "shut up," right? And yep. Whenever her kids were freaking out, she'd say "shut up" and kind of give herself a break for a few minutes and then get back at it, right? But there was a nuclear. There was a. A fucking missile launched. Yes. And the irony is like some people came to her door earlier that week and said, we want, we're we're protesting the nuclear threat. And she was like, shut up. And she moved them and put them on the ground and did something funny with them while they were like frozen. Because <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. freezes when she says shut up. But that's what happens is they actually launch a weapon. And that's actually one of the more haunting things I can remember watching TV was she said, shut up. 
Like the whole family, like on the radio, they're like, oh my God, a fucking bomb's coming. We're all going to die. And she's like, you know, her family's freaking out and she is trying to not do it. But she just finally screams it like, shut up. And everything freezes. She goes outside and there is this bomb in the air, frozen. Oh. <sighs> and there's nothing she can do. There's yeah. nothing Every, she can do, The world man. is frozen in place. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. If she says yes, <laughs> right? if she says, I probably she had to say to make it start up again. It was a long time ago I saw this. But that's one of those little things that left an impression Upshut. on me. Upshut. <laughs> Upshut. Uh, but that bomb, seeing that bomb in the air, like frozen oh, like that, that was haunting to see that. And that was all in the 80s. This, yeah. This oh, shit, yeah. They couldn't make enough of this stuff back then. Well, yeah, right. I mean, it was, it was the Cold War. And I think, like, yeah, it did, like, scare the crap out of people. But I think it was sort of like a necessary thing because it was sort of like a cathartic, like, exercising of right. like, these anxieties. Yeah, yeah. That you know that people well, that's, had yeah. that's how it always works you know what you're fearful of always ends up in tv in movies <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah it's One, just funny that so many people f- think this exact same way and we have so many different movies about it it's uh, just oh well, yeah you know, i mean it's incredible because it, it comes from like sort of the real world oh of course, of course of course genre stuff yeah one that we did not mention and how many are def- there Tons. We have to mention. There's, There's tons. All of them. Well, first one is uh, Zardos from oh, or Zardoz from 1974. Jesus, God, that no. is a post-apocalyptic it movie. Is. One of the worst movies ever made. Thank you. God, Sean Connery, what were you thinking? Was that Marty? Yes, it was. Of Marty course, it was fucking that. Marty. He said that earlier. <laughs> um, so I just mentioned Marty that for Marty. Uh, he's not watching, but whatever. You <laughs> got <laughs> what you wanted. Yeah, thanks, Marty. <laughs> thanks, Marty. Um, Planet <laughs> of the Apes. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. totally forgot about Planet of the Apes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, of I, them. I, yeah, I, I, I had, um, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not. A, I, I guess it's I because I'm not a big Planet of the Apes fan. Oh, oh I am. Oh, oh, I love, my, and that's oh, on I me. Love it. My mom loves those movies too. I grew up with those movies. I love them. I love them. That's and a the really. One. That's a really good example of like the, um, the epitome of post-apocalyptic movie, Planet of the Apes. You know, mm-hmm. we've got Mad Max on one side. And then we have Planet of the Apes where we have this, yeah. these animals taking over now. And it's like, oh, well, and I like example. I like, you know, how the two different series both do it like differently. Yeah. 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 Like the first ones, you don't realize it's after the apocalypse until the end, yeah. until the end when he's on the beach. Yeah. You know, what? yeah, <laughs> you blew it up. Yeah. Um, but then the new series, the apocalypse is basically brought on by. The apes, yeah, taking yeah. over the planet while right. the virus is going on. Yeah, but yeah. the simian flu causes the apocalypse. Yeah, which that's so cool. You know, only thing I want to mention about the Planet of the Apes movies is in the first one they do make note of the ship taking off. It's like on the newspaper. Yeah. they oh. make note of the ship taking off. Oh, really? Yes, yes, and they've never it. they never mentioned it again. So I'm kind of wondering. When they continue this series, oh, because this was the end of the trilogy. Yeah, I'm wondering if they may possibly still kind of yeah. retell the original story again, which huh. would be really cool. But I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted too. <laughs> I don't ever want to do that. Well, I don't ever want to tackle this again. Oh uh, well, it is exhausting because there's so many. There's so many movies. And I'm sure there's 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 probably piles that we'd even get to touch. Oh, on. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then, like you said, it's you know the. <laughs> The lines are blurred completely yeah, when it comes to movies yeah, like this because mm-hmm. everyone's definition of a post-apocalyptic theme, you know, is yeah. completely different, really. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. All right, Chris. All right. This is episode 79 Woo-hoo. of Real Crime. Ugh. We'll be back next Tuesday night with episode 80. Oh, my goodness. Number 80. Ugh. We're going to throw a birthday party. Aww. Chris Jordan's going to bake us a cake. <gasps> What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. Damn it. All right. He's not. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Aww. Okay. You think about that. Heather, you yeah. get to bring some cupcakes. Oh, I hate cupcakes. I'll provide though. the weed. And Scott, you Sweet. just bring your beautiful, beautiful Aww. ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 79 episodes and you finally got it right. Yep. Aww. All right. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Check out the website, www.themoviesleuth.com. With that, we are out of here. Good night. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.